You're listening to Catholic Faith on the Move podcast, a journey on the road to heaven. In our episode today, it's all about evangelization, the old and the new, from the Archangel Gabriel through EWTN to the latest from Ascension Press. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle on us the fire of your love. Today we're going to feature St. Gabriel the Archangel as our saint of the day. He's mentioned specifically in the Bible four times, twice in the Old Testament, both times to Daniel and both times in terms of prophecy. The first was uh, to interpret a vision that Daniel had had, and the, uh, the interpretation of the vision was the destruction of the uh, Babylonians and the Persians um, by Alexander the Great, the Greek king. And he was actually about 220 some odd years in advance of the actual happening with his uh, prediction in this, this uh, vision that he deciphered for Daniel. The second time he appeared to Daniel was to tell him about the destruction of Jerusalem and its sanctuary and the coming of the Messiah, Jesus. We next hear from St. Gabriel in Luke 11 to 20, where he predicts that to the priest Zacharias, husband of Elizabeth, as he's burning incense at the altar in the temple, that his wife is to bear a, a, bear a son whose name shall be John which is, of course, John the Baptist. And the final mention of Gabriel is found a little later in the same chapter of Luke, where he goes to the Blessed Virgin Mary with the tidings that she is to be the mother of the Messiah. And that was a very special place. That's one of the places that Chip and I had an opportunity to visit when we did our trip to the Holy Land. And uh, it was one of our earlier stops and and it was quite amazing. It was a beautiful uh, church, and we each got to go uh, in front of that section, and also we had mass there. It was quite beautiful. Right. Very beautiful church. Very beautiful church. And while it's not specifically stated, also in the New Testament, it is believed that it was uh, St. Gabriel that also appeared to St. Joseph in a dream and warned them to go to Egypt and to also... Um, is believed to be the angel that appeared to Jesus in Gethsemane. Interesting, too, that um, actually Gabriel has a place in the Muslim faith where he's believed to be the mouthpiece of God who dictated the Koran um, to the prophet Muhammad. So a little bit of a crossover there, Jewish, Christian, and Muslim tradition. Mm-hmm. And um, also it's thought that often St. Gabriel is depicted with a trumpet or a horn in his mouth and a lot of people believe that uh, he is the angel that at the end of time will be trumpeting and um, when Jesus comes for the final judgment. So he's also known for that uh, St. Gabriel's horn or St. Gabriel's trumpet. And I think the, the theme of judgment there kind of ties into with a, a Jewish tradition that holds that St. Gabriel was the angel who was the one who destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So the whole the judgment theme kind of kind of plays into that as well. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting how they went back and forth between um, 
St. Gabriel being the um, messenger or his actual name being the hero of God or the man of God is that going between mercy and judgment and right because he's also in Jewish tradition the angel that buried Moses so mm-hmm. you know you had the judgment side of him and then you have the consolation mm-hmm. side of him as well mm-hmm. so um, you know a well-rounded uh, angel uh, Saint Gabriel of course being the herald or the messenger is most often known as the patron saint of uh, communication or for uh, radio and and I know we kind of, I pray daily to St. Gabriel for this podcast. And also, um, I also pray to St. Gabriel for a lot of the other uh, prominent speakers that they continue to be blessed with the ability to uh, profess the word of God in their different prof- professions. So join us in a prayer to St. Gabriel. O blessed Archangel Gabriel, we beseech thee, do thou intercede for us at the throne of the divine mercy and our present necessities that as thou didst once announce to Mary the mystery of the incarnation. So through the prayers and patronage in heaven, we may obtain the benefits of the same and sing the praise of God forever in the land of the living. St. Gabriel pray for us. If you like what you're hearing, Go to iTunes and drop us a review or a rating. We'd certainly appreciate it. For pilgrimage today, we're going to go to EWTN in Irondale, Alabama. It was founded in 1980 by Mother Mary Angelica, uh, poor Claire's, a perpetual adoration sister. It began broadcasting in 1981 from basically a garage studio. It's grown now in over 30 years to... Uh, be available on 150 million television households, 140 countries and territories. Uh, not only does it have television, but they have radio, and they also have uh, newspaper and shortwave as well. It's the largest religious media network in the world um, that spreads the gospel through outstanding priests, speakers, homilists, and television shows and radio shows. And it all started very humbly. Yeah, you really can't talk about EWTN without talking about Mother Angelica. And her story uh, is quite amazing. And uh, it really would, I I would suggest to everyone to get one of the books about her life or the movie about her life and or to look on the EWTN site that has lots of information. But basically, Mother Angelica was born Rita Ritzo in Canton, Ohio on the 20th of April in 1923. And she grew up very poor and uh, her family was not, her mother was not, uh, she didn't really know her father till I think she met her father once. And uh, her mother was very against her going into the monastery, but uh, she left her mama a letter and she went to the monastery and, um, for the uh, Poor Claire Monastery at the St. Paul Shrine in Cleveland. And there she met someone who led her to opening her own monastery in Alabama. And so this was very, again, very unusual for a group of nuns to be down in the South in Alabama, but uh, tenacious the way she is. Uh, Mother Angelica went on her way and she brought her sisters with her and she got her little piece of land. And it was shortly after that that 
she was getting some information out and she noticed someone else. Uh, she went and did a interview and she's like to the radio station, we've got to have one of these things. And uh, it seems like in her life when she kind of puts her mind God or God puts that on her heart, it happens. And with only $200 and in a garage, they started this EWTN empire and most of the success is due to the programming that was based around mother angelica herself and her spirit her tv show and her spiritual um messages sent out to people her her very frank spiritual yes, messages that she yes. gave to people and they, they're relevant for today they're very wonderful to listen to um and then of course to add on to uh, EWTN on one of her trips down south uh, she actually was in a square with a statue of the infant Jesus El Nino and the statue spoke to her and said that uh, Jesus wanted a temple to him on her place and she went back and told her sisters and um they found a plot of land and by God's providence, there was five benefactors that came forth with the money for that. And she went ahead and she built this beautiful shrine of, of the blessed sacrament. Um, and it is out in the middle of a field. It's very, you just wouldn't, as you drive up and then you see it, ah, it, it's giant and it's like fairly new is in 2000. Right. I think that was finally completed, but she was able to get the best of everything. And she literally traveled all over the world. And I know that one of the stories about her going and getting the monstrance, uh, at the, uh, shrine, they have perpetual adoration. And when you walk in up, up high is a giant monstrance. And you're thinking, well, that must be the largest monstrance in the world. Well, I guess actually it's the second largest, the people that built that for her in Spain, they actually have, they wanted to always continue to have the largest, but hers is the second largest. And um, it's very impressive. Um, the grounds are beautiful. There's uh, a gift shop. And of course there's the monastery there and it pairs well. You, If you go to EW, EWTN for your pilgrimage, you need to go to the shrine also for the other part of the story. Right. They're not far apart. So you, you go to EWTN for your pilgrimage and you can uh, get a tour of the studios and all that. And, and also sit in on some live tapings. They, they usually tape live Tuesday through Thursday down there. And there's a lot of opportunities to, you know, sit in and watch a show on with father Mitch Packwer or one of the other um, live shows that they record down there, which adds to the whole sense of pilgrimage. There's a daily mass on the grounds um, at EWTN and the grounds there are home to the Franciscan missionaries of the eternal word. So they kind of uh, run the show. That's why you see so many Franciscans on so many of the television shows like Father Mary, uh, who's on Life on the Rock. There's a recorded there as well. So that's why you see the, the Franciscan influence down there. Um, it's amazing to think that such a great empire started out so humbly. Uh, it's, you know, and it's donations from Catholic listeners and viewers from all over the world that helped to fund what's going on you know the their theme is to keep keep them between your gas and your electric bill i guess is what they always say when it when it talks about fundraising so that that the faithful can understand what a great gift they have 
in this Eternal World Television Network and recognize it and help to fund and support it. Chip and I, what we did was we were actually on another trip and we stopped on the way at both those sites and we knew we were going to stop there ahead of time. So uh, it was easy to find a hotel close by. Of course, as you go to the shrine, it's dotted with little bed and breakfasts that would be perfect to stay at. Um, there's no actual site, uh, place on the grounds, but uh, there's those little uh, bed and breakfasts leading up to the shrine and definitely in the surrounding areas, there's plenty of hotels. And we called ahead and got tickets and were able to see one of the shows. Um, they do daily taping, so it's exciting to be on one of those live shows and see how everything works. If you are able to get a group together it says for on their site a group of 10 or more then they can build a a pilgrimage around your group and i do know that a couple of my friends their churches have gotten together and taken bus trips down there so it's very doable it's um a great pilgrimage site to go to uh, many of you know that uh, mother angelica did suffer a stroke in 2001 and on the site when it's talking about that it said that right before her stroke uh, she had fallen and broken her arm and while she was waiting in the emergency room uh, and talking to her sisters she said um, I never asked for suffering but if God sends it I won't refuse it and mother seemed to be talking about her arm but perhaps she knew what was coming up because it was a week or so later that she suffered that debilitating stroke. And like I said, her, she did celebrate her 91st birthday and at EWTN, they do keep her message alive and they definitely ask for prayers for mother Angelica. Um, if you can keep her in your daily prayers, I know that it was her work and I'm sure that she's praying for EWTN and all the listeners and for us today. And I think that it makes a big difference. She's made, I know that um, EWTN and Catholic radio, um, it just wouldn't have happened without mother Angelica the way it is today. And we have so much to be thankful for. I don't know how many people that say our local affiliate is uh, St. Gabriel and um, how many people have told me that, listening to Catholic radio is one of the greatest things that's been a change in their faith life. Um, it's so inspiring. It's a way to keep up on what's going on. And of course, when we got EWTN on TV, everything just really opened up. And um, with technology today, you're able to tape all the shows that you want to see and go back and look at it. Um, and definitely, if you have an opportunity to go down and see where it all happens and also to get go to the shrine and get that spiritual side of that yeah the the programming on it is excellent um not only are there you know teaching the truths of the gospel and of the faith but then you know like sue said due to the technology and the advances in technology you get to see beautiful papal masses from the vatican you get to see on the feast of divine mercy a live mass from stockbridge at the uh, at the shrine there so they they've really done an excellent job um, not only in bringing us the truth of the faith and the truth of the gospel, but also uh, a way to participate in these this universal church and you know 
get up at two o'clock in the morning and you can see the Easter morning mass from the Vatican. So it's just a, it's a wonderful resource and a, and a great place to go on a pilgrimage to, to learn about how the evangelization is working today in today's age. Divino Nino. Pray for us. Check out our blog and other information, including links to our Facebook and Twitter pages at our website, catholicfaithonthemove.com, or send us an email at catholicfaithonthemove at gmail.com. Ascension Press is a faith formation apostolate and company. Their mission is to provide Catholic parishes, schools, organizations, and individuals with effective and engaging Catholic study programs, books, and other resources. And they have totally hit it out of the park with one of their latest releases. It's called Alteration, and it features uh, Father Michael Schmitz, Father Josh Johnson, and some other speakers. Yeah, Alteration, The Mystery of the Mass Revealed is a three-DVD set, um, and it's geared towards teens, but I will say that um, I was surprised on my birthday by my husband with this gift. I think because I put it so many times on my Facebook that <laughs> could have had something to do with it. Yes. <laughs> and I know at our parish the uh, I kept sending them emails and they said that they were going to buy it and they bought it. And I kept saying, I want to see it. So, of course, I haven't gotten my hands on it, but now I don't need to. I've got my own copy. That was the whole point of the okay. birthday gift. Uh, the program also features music from acclaimed Catholic musicians like um, Ike Nadalo and Emily Wilson. And through a combination of stunning cinematography and powerful testimonies and teaching, uh, teens and adults, I will say, will come to see the Mass in a very dramatic way. And like we said, all of the, um, the sessions are about 20 minutes with the exception of the Lesson 5 which is a dynamic 60-minute, uh, specially formatted walk through the Mass, which, uh, amazing. I've had um, priests and read different things about going through the Mass that I think is very valuable. But the way that Father Schmitz goes through it, I've never seen it that way. And um, I learned a lot. And yeah. it just was very inspired. And I know that the way he described it it changed the way I look at mass. Um, I can't say enough about this um, DVD. I think that teens should see it. I think it'd be great for uh, teen groups to see it. Um, if I was a parent of teens, I would buy it. And I think it'd be great for families to, I mean, I think it's what, like $75. And when you think if your family goes to the movies, yeah. that's $75 it's right there. Right and there. here's, I'll tell you, the Catholic teaching and Ascension Press are really stepping it up. I will say, uh, I give a quick uh, shout out for the recent one is Walking with Mary. I It came out, I think, last year. And when I saw it, it was truly cinematography that um, we had just returned from our... Um, trip to the Holy Land and I saw that walking with Mary and I'm like oh I just want to revisit so many of those places and that one is with Edward Shree and he it's beautiful the way he describes it and you get to see and go to all those places and what I loved is the past I've done a lot of these different DVD series the teachings um, through de several different places that while they're excellent a lot of times the format is like 45 minutes 
and then they expect you to talk about it. Well, and also the format has been like the person giving it standing there in front of a podium talking at you for 45 minutes. And while I think in a lecture series, which I think a lot of them are kind of based off, based of, off of something yeah. like that, this just takes it to a whole nother level. And also I know my friends, we did the uh, walking with Mary as a small face sharing group and the sessions were shorter, but this 20 minute sessions, it's perfect to be able to get it. And they're so powerful and exciting that afterwards you want to discuss something. Yeah. The, the beauty of the 20 minute thing is that, you know, you, you present with this information and these thought provoking ideas and yet they're still fresh in your brain to talk about it among your group or whoever you're watching the videos with uh, in your small group or whatever it might be. It's still fresh. You know, it's not like, oh, that was, you know, what did they, what did they say a half an hour ago? I'm not really sure. Uh, and really the, 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 the beginning point of this DVD set um, alteration um, tells about the, a little bit about the vocation story of Father Schmitz and Father Josh Johnson. And frankly, we both thought after we saw that, it, it could have been done there and would have gotten five-star reviews from us. Um, but it was re it's really great because they start with this vocation story because as they say in the DVD, there's no way to have the Mass without the priesthood. So that's critical that you understand that the priesthood is necessary for there to be a Mass. And talking about their vocation stories, it was excellent. The cinematography is, you know, fantastic. I mean, it's just like going to the movies. So the, the different sessions are entitled uh, More Than Meets the Eye, Our Father's Plan, The Mystery Revealed, uh, What's Our Response, um, and, and, then then the, the and then the fifth session is the 60-minute dive into the Mass, which is uh, a really great walkthrough on, from everything, from when you walk in and bless yourself with the holy water um, all the way through the, the different parts of the Mass and what their, their biblical uh, meaning is, what their traditional meaning is, and, and why we do those things. So uh, that, that part alone is an excellent resource. But the, the different sessions um, feature like Mark Hart and um, Chris Stefanik um, talking about, and Jackie Francois Angel, talking about uh, two teens, two youth, two adults. You know, why do we go to the Mass? What's so important about it? And why should we... Um, resolve to attend more often. And uh, some of you, if you're not aware with uh, Lighthouse Media, they have fantastic teaching that you could get on DVD or you could download. Um, and I would highly recommend all of them by Father Mike Schmitz and Mark Hart. Um, like I said, they're geared towards teens, but it's so fresh and so alive and they're so inspirational. I just think that everyone should listen to them. I mean, I go and grab everything by these two They're It's very good. And, and everything they are on their other series, they are, um, on this series here. And we did, we were very blessed to chip and I, uh, father Mike Schmitz was actually one of the priests on our trip to the Holy land. And, um, he's one of those people when you meet him, you know that they just have something special. I mean, definitely St. Gabriel's working there uh, in the absolutely. life of this uh, absolutely. younger priest. And um, that was a special opportunity for us. So if you get to, I think that he's so busy in all these endeavors, he doesn't, hasn't been speaking a lot around. I think he's uh, very 
active in the youth ministry. Uh, in Duluth, Minnesota, he's at the at the university up there. Is where he's the youth. But definitely pick up a copy of Alteration and um, also uh, Walking with Mary and and I would say at the Lighthouse Media anything by Father Mike Schmitz and Mark Hart. I mean, you'll really be amazed and you'll be inspired. And I really think it's great to for the teens and younger adults. Yeah, we'll include a link in the show notes on the on the webpage for that, uh, so you can link right to it if you want to. There's also on YouTube, you can search for it. Uh, there's a trailer for uh, a promotional trailer for Alteration that, <laughs> in and of itself, is uh, excellent as well. So right, then that's what initially grabbed me, and I know it's spread around and come back around to me several times. Um, several of the priests in our area liking it, and. Um, a lot of the other people really liking, just like you said, being inspired by these two young priests, their stories. So yeah, it's an amazing set and uh, pick it up if you get a chance. Glory be to the father and to the son and to the Holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and never shall be world without end. Amen. We'll see you on the road.